Welcome to Media Business on the Michigan Business Network. I'm Tony Conley. Thanks so much for tuning in. I recently read a fascinating story, and it was titled, Michigan's Birth Has Reached a Level Not Since 1940. We're losing people. We've known that not only around the country, but here in the state of Michigan. And I just wanted to talk a little bit more about this pretty big story. Craig Mauger is the fine writer for the Detroit News. You can follow him on Twitter at Craig D. Mauger. Craig, how are you? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me on today. Before we start talking about your story, tell us a little bit about your background. I've been a reporter since, you know, for, I'm trying to think now, 15 years, 16 years, I've worked in Michigan as a political journalist for over a decade now. I've been at the Detroit News for four years. I've just had a desire since I was in the fifth grade to write about government and politics, and I consider myself very lucky to get to do it every day. Well, we'll talk a little bit more about politics after this main story. I thought this was interesting. And Haley Harding was also the writer of the story with you. How'd you guys get the idea? Tell us about the genesis of it. Yeah, we had a source who reached out to us and said that the person had obtained some initial provisional data that was striking, that the number of births that the state health department tracked in Michigan in 2022 was only 100,853, which, like you said, would be the lowest number of live births in Michigan since 1940. So you're talking over 80 years ago. Provisional data means this is kind of the initial examination of how many births the state has been able to track. It might go up a little bit. It might go down a little bit, but it's not going to change greatly from that initial tally that they've hit of 100 1,853. And it fits into a lot of other reporting we've been doing at the Detroit News, because over the last year, there's been a lot of concerns voiced from our state's leaders, including Governor Whitmer, about the population tally. Our population in Michigan has basically been hanging around 10 million for 20 years. Over the last two decades, Michigan has had the 49th slowest rate of population increase of all the states. The only state behind us is West Virginia, and they actually lost people. We gained a few people, but at a much lower rate than the states around us. And this is going to affect our politics and government in many ways going forward. Right now, maybe it doesn't have that big of an impact. But down the road, if there aren't people available to work jobs, You're not going to get new businesses attempting to locate here. If there are fewer people paying taxes, you know, by working jobs and having to pay into that income tax that all of us who have a salary have to pay, that's going to have significant implications for how our government is funded. So this is going to affect everything from schools to government programs. The implications are wide ranging. In your and Haley's story, this was somewhat stunning to me. The third straight year that Michigan reported fewer births than deaths. That's just amazing. Yeah, and we have demographers who have been quoted in our reporting who say, you know, that matters because it shows that the way we're going to grow our population, if we're going to do that in Michigan, is we have to attract new people and new younger people who will then, you know, live here for a while and maybe give birth down the road. It's going to be all about whether Michigan can attract younger people. If we cannot do that, 
the trend you just mentioned that more people are dying each year than the number of births that are happening means our population is eventually going to start shrinking because of that momentum of what's occurring. Craig, you talk about in the story how Michigan's declining birth rate lags the national average. Talk a little bit about that. Yeah, what we're seeing in Michigan in terms of how the number of births compared to the overall population is lower in Michigan. We're having fewer births compared to the overall population. And also the drop in births is another trend that we're tracking here. You can see in the reporting that we had the fewest births, 100,853, since 1940. That is not a similar trend in other states. The birth rate might be dropping in other states, but to the degree that it's dropping here, you're not seeing that. In Michigan, the number of births has dropped by about 5% from 2021 to 2022. Think about that. So 5% drop from 21 to 2022. Nationally, if you look at all 50 states, it barely dropped at all. It was less than a percentage point, I believe, was the national drop from 21 to 22. So you can see that there is some level of out-of-step quality that Michigan is seeing compared to the nation as a whole. The numbers for 2022 are not in yet. Uh, What are you expecting to see? For 2023, there's little indication as to how or why these trends would be changing from 2022 to 2023. It seems somewhat clear that we are on a path toward fewer births, deaths maybe. Maybe we'll see fewer deaths because we're getting out of the COVID-19 pandemic. But as it stands right now, the birth number continues to drop. And without drawing in large numbers of young people, maybe immigrants, This is not going to change. I know the story talks about COVID-19 and its effect. Discuss that, Craig, if you will. Yeah, so that COVID-19 issue affects, obviously, the number of deaths. Michigan saw a major uptick in deaths in 2020 and 2021. That was kind of the height of the COVID-19 infection rates in the state of Michigan, as we all remember and had to struggle through. 2022, we saw slightly fewer deaths than we had seen in 2021 and 2020, but the death number is still high where it's easily outpacing the birth number. And that's something to really watch going forward. If the death number continues to drop, you know, that would be potentially beneficial to how it compares to the number of births happening. But this indication that we got out of 2022 is that it's not going to drop significantly compared to 2021 and 2020. When we come back, Craig, I want to talk a little bit about Michigan Governor Gretchen Whitmer and the commission that she's created to identify the goals to maybe help uh, grow the population. We'll do that next. I'm Tony Conley. This is Media Business on the Michigan Business Network. Sinair has been advancing communities and providing opportunities for people in Michigan for more than 25 years. Through lending, investments, and the creation of homes and jobs, Sinair has made a combined $7 billion impact on the communities they serve. Learn more at www.sinair.com.
Welcome back to Media Business. I'm Tony Connolly. This is the Michigan Business Network. We're talking with Detroit News writer Craig Mauger about his great story that he co-wrote with Haley Harding about the declining population here in the state of Michigan and to try and figure out some causes and solutions to this. I know the governor, Governor Whitmer, has put together a commission. Talk a little bit about that, Craig. Yeah, so on June 1st, the governor announced that she was going to establish the Growing Michigan Together Council that brings together a lot of individuals from both sides of the political aisle with a lot of different forms of expertise to kind of join and figure out what can be done to change these population trends that if they continue in this negative fashion that they have been, are going to have negative impacts on everyone, all types of businesses, all types of our education institutions, because we just won't have the people available to make the progress that the state wants to see. So the governors convene this group. They're supposed to come out with a report by December 1st. And if you take a long range view of this, this is a continued struggle that Michigan has been facing for about 50 years. In the 1970s, there was some early evidence where state leaders started to notice that the birth rate was dropping in Michigan. And if the trend continued, it was going to be problematic. You had changes in the automotive industry, which drives the economy in this state. Those two factors together put us on this path where our population was not going to grow at the rate we needed it to. And now, five decades later, a lot of this is coming to a head and we're at a real crossroads. Does the state try to make drastic changes to head off what's happening with the population? Or does the state say some of these factors are beyond our control and we're going to just try to work with what we have here and not try to make these types of drastic changes that some of the experts are saying need to happen? This story got me thinking about my family, Craig. I've got two boys in college. Mm. My wife and I can work from anywhere. We've talked about Florida, Texas, Tennessee, North Carolina, where there's no state taxes, where the weather's a bit warmer. Where the story got me is not only is Michigan's population decreasing, but we're older than other parts of the country also. Yeah, and that's another trend that we haven't talked about yet today, that the population in Michigan, because of the problems bringing in new people, the population is aging. The median age of a person living in Michigan has gone up substantially just over the past few years. And that also has implications for all forms of state government and the people that live here. You know, a lot of the states you listed, I always find it interesting to hear people talk about kind of their personal view, things that they've thought about. This idea of the states you were looking at, those are a lot of the states. The states you listed are the ones gaining in population right now. We've seen a lot of movement of people to states with warmer temperatures, states in the south, states in the west, states like Nevada have grown substantially, states like Florida, Georgia. South Carolina, North Carolina, North Carolina specifically has grown a lot over the past two decades. The Midwestern states like Michigan, like Illinois, basically kind of just been steady. They have not seen the increases that those other areas have seen. And you talk to these people that study population movement and they say, you know, it's hard to change these national trends. It's very hard to change how people view your state. The decisions that people are making on an individual basis, whether it be financially related or weather related, 
Michigan's got to grapple with all of this. And it's going to be fascinating to see what the governor's council comes back with. Yeah, Craig, your story talks about how Michigan's age has increased several years over the last few years. And we're one of the oldest states in the country. Yeah, that's right. I mean, that's another clear piece of evidence of the struggles that the state has had to retain young people like your children that are in college right now, once they leave our learning institutions like the University of Michigan and Michigan State University and all the other colleges here, we have had some level of problem keeping those graduates in our state. Lots of them are moving to places like Chicago and other states once they get out of college, but also then to bring those college graduates and others from other states into Michigan has been a significant problem as well. I mean, talking to the demographers about this, They have said basically what young people are looking for are these urban areas with dense populations where there's a lot of offerings in a small distance. You think of a place like Chicago, where if you lived in downtown Chicago, you have all of these options around you. What has happened in Michigan is that our two largest metropolitan areas, Detroit and Grand Rapids, the cities themselves Detroit has lost a significant amount of population over the last 20 years, and Grand Rapids has lost a little bit. So we have not seen that growth in our cities that other cities across this country have been seeing. We're talking with Craig Mauger, the fine writer from the Detroit News and his story that discusses how we're losing population here in the state of Michigan. Craig, when I come back, I want to talk a little bit about there being fewer women in the state of childbearing age and how a lot of those women are waiting to have children later in life. We'll do that next here on Media Business on the Michigan Business Network. For something to grow, it takes time. Like the equity in your home. That's why LaughQ offers a home equity line of credit. Because frequent watering of your houseplants may be recommended. Now can we get a new roof? Not so much the rest of the house. Want the best rates for a home equity line of credit? Ask for LaughQ. Stop in today or go to LaughQ.com slash home equity. LaughQ, your credit union for life. Welcome back. This is the Michigan Business Network. I'm Tony Conley. We're talking with Detroit News writer Craig Mauger. You can follow him on Twitter now called X at Craig D. Mauger. Craig, there are fewer women here in the state that are of age to have children, and a lot of them are waiting till later in life to have kids and start their family. Talk a little bit about that. Yeah, I think you're pointing to kind of what is a national trend across the entire U.S. in terms of the birth rate overall. Families are having fewer children. There's a lot of reasons that experts have identified for that. There are economic reasons, societal and cultural reasons that that's happening. When you look at Michigan specifically, you've really got to hone in on that aging population. The fact that our median age has jumped over the past few years has a significant impact on the number of births that are happening. When you have fewer young people in your state, you're going to have fewer young families, fewer people that are trying to have children. And that all kind of happens and occurs because of 
the aging population, the struggles that we've had to draw in new people. And the experts have all said that this is going to have major effects on Michigan's future, and it's going to be up to the office holders of our state on whether or not to respond to this or kind of just continue down the path that we've been going. Craig, the most alarming quote I saw in the story, it was just stunning leading into that quote, the birth numbers and Michigan's other population trends amount to a five alarm fire, said State Senator Jonathan Lindsay, who is from Hillsdale County. And I quote, it's actually worse than a lot of people are characterizing it, Lindsay said, of the trends. I believe it's a death spiral right now. Wow, that's stunning. Yeah, I mean, when he said that, that Jonathan Lindsay is a young Republican lawmaker who serves in the state Senate. He's kind of this is his first session in Lansing. So he's bringing a new view on a lot of issues. And he has really ventured to try to be part of these conversations about how to address what's happening with population. And when he said that, I thought it was fascinating. And his comments do mirror what some of the you know population studies experts are saying that how the government operates. And we've seen this in Michigan. People who've lived here for a while have seen this over the last 20 years. When you have your population decrease, it has direct implications for your life. Talk about school buildings and your neighborhood closing, talking about how your kids' classroom experience is. I mean, we have a system of schools set up for a certain number of students. If all of a sudden you have many fewer students How does a school district respond to that? They close buildings. They might have to cut support staff. They might have to cut teachers. Right now, we are funding schools at a record level, but a lot of the funding is attached to the number of students that a school district has. So this is an example of how this population change in Michigan could have negative impacts going forward. The governor has commission that's looking into this. From what you know now, Craig, What are some solutions to solve this challenge? You know, I don't know if anyone has the exact solutions. And I think all of the demographers who study this on a day-to-day basis and know a lot more than I do have said that there is no one silver bullet. There is no quick answer. Any of the changes that the lawmakers venture to put in place are going to take time. And it's going to be something that changes over a period of years, not over a period of, you know, one year or a few months. A lot of the experts have said that the state has to, one, improve its educational offerings, have schools that young people, young families want to have their children enrolled in, maybe want to move to Michigan because of the quality of our schools. Right now, our schools ratings overall have been pretty low in the bottom half. That's one thing. A couple other things that they've talked about is building this population density in these urban areas. You've seen some of this in Lansing recently. There's been efforts to build new apartment buildings, new attractions in the downtown area. Those are the type of things that experts say Michigan needs to do more of, specifically in places like Detroit and Grand Rapids, which are the two largest cities. Public transit is another one that has come up over and over again, talking to the people that study population movement. A lot of large cities are investing in transit, the ability of people to more easily move around the place. Michigan has a lot of problems when it comes to public transit. It's been identified as an area where we struggle. Is the state willing to invest the money needed to improve the transit offering so more young people might consider moving to Michigan because of the services that it has there? 
All right, Craig, we're getting short on time here. I'm going to reschedule you because I'm dying to talk some politics with you. (laughs) I happened to attend the Michigan Republican Party convention in February, and it was a disaster. It was a mess. I'm going to get back in touch with you and get you back on soon to talk about that and to talk about the Democrats as we start getting ready for this election season. I think it's going to be fascinating to kind of watch and see what develops. You can follow Craig Mauger on X, formerly Twitter. Read him in the Detroit News. Craig, I appreciate you so much. We'll talk with you soon. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. It was great to have a conversation. I'm ready to talk politics anytime. Just let me know. I'm Tony Conley. This is Media Business on the Michigan Business Network. We'll see you next time.